Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 121, sponsored by 121 Financial Credit Union, Jacksonville's hometown credit union. Um, <laughs> not really sponsored by, please, okay. don't, please don't sue us. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Tucker, Dylan, and Cam. How are we doing, gentlemen? Living the dream. Good time. All right, so let's get into it. Big week, draft week. Third annual draft, mock draft from the Waste Take Boys. We've gotten five picks right in total in the past two years. We'll see if we do any better. Um, all right, winners and losers. I'm going to give myself a win because Kyrie went to sleep. Kyrie absolutely was not a factor in this series. Celtics won, obviously. Um, so I'm going to give myself a W there. I don't know what his point totals were or whatever I said, but I know he sucked. And that was the point. That well, it was going to suck. Yourself a, give yourself an L, too, for that. Celtics okay, year. if you would just let me get to my next point, okay. Cameron. All right, okay, okay. I'm also going to give myself an L because it looks like the C's won the trade. Now, listen, Tucker likes to misremember history as me saying the Nets won the trade. That's not what happened. I said if the Nets win a championship before the Celtics, then they won the trade. But you seemed you were like convinced the Nets won the trade. It was a stupid I did. take. That's not what I like, said. It was it was a really dumb take. That's not what I said, and I still think if the Nets end up winning before the Celtics, then the trade okay, was kind of a trade, bust. Trade, trade. But, 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 let me say, I'm not done. I'm not done. Let me say. I, w- I said, I will say that if the Nets win before the Celtics, it's kind of a bust. But at the same time, the Celtics got two really good talents out of it. So, if, if anything, at that point, it's a wash, or the Celtics won the trade. Okay? So, I'm taking the Nets can win the trade out. All right? That's a loser. Okay, but a loser. here's like, here's my like theory behind it because, okay, so let's say there was a trade, right? Tyree Kill is traded to the Dolphins for a seventh round pick. Okay. Okay. And then the Chiefs still win the Super Bowl next year, the year after. You're gonna sit there, look me in the eyes, and say the Chiefs won the trade since they won the Super Bowl. Um. No, but if it was a few years removed, then yes. And it's so different. Football's football's so different. It's because it's not. It's not at all equal. The whole idea behind it is nothing that the Nets have gotten has been acquired because of that trade. Just like a seventh round future seventh round pick would have no impact on the Chiefs. I gave both are stupid takes. I gave myself an L. That's where I'm going to leave it. I gave myself, I gave myself a W. For what? For shaming you for that. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, anybody else got winners and losers? Can't think of any. All right. Nope. Um, oh, did the Panthers end up winning the President's Trophy? Not over yet. Oh, well, they lost to the Bruins last night. The so what? Maybe frauds. <laughs> the uh, best record in the in the NHL is the President's Trophy. Never heard of that. Um, okay. They have two but I I think there's still a way they could not win. Okay. Um, They have two two games left against bad teams, and they're going to win them. We've got got an exciting pull-off. I have the AirPod in my hand. It's going to be between Cam and Tucker tied for the lead of the poll. So I have the AirPod in my hand. Who's in last place? Tucker is. Tucker's in last place I am. by quite a bit. Um, I defer. You defer. Cameron, left or right? 
right. The more right he's in the world, it's right. All right. It is indeed the left AirPod. Let's go! I was going to pick right. <laughs> left it is. Very good move deferring, Tucker. Um, Thank you. All right, Tucker moves up to three points. However, he might lose that point. I don't remember if he watched the movie last week, but we'll find out. I didn't. Uh, okay. <laughs> might be a moot point. Um, all right. Anybody else got anything before we jump into Ways to Taste? Take that as a no. All right, I've got a Ways to Take. Lead it off. Staying on the Nets Celtics since we've started the show with that. We're riding that. Somebody on the Nets. Did not show up to the series. I'm not talking about Kyrie Irving. I'm talking about Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was terrible. Celtics played excellent defense on him. He couldn't figure it out. He turned the ball over every time he touched it. Turns out he's too lanky, too skinny. Can't can't bang with the big boys. It got me thinking about Kevin Durant's career. And, you know, of course, he's a snake. I don't like him. Like, I get, like, Cam, I think you last week, you said you respect Kevin Durant. I don't respect him. I think he's a coward. He left the team that he got that drafted him um, to the team that beat him um, in the Western Conference Finals. He went there to ring chase, purely to ring chase, won a couple rings, left, went to the Nets. Maybe think about his career. He has never done it as the main piece. You can say he was one of the best players, if not the best player on those Golden State teams. That Golden State team was coming off a record year in terms of wins. Like they were... The tech on paper, the best team of all time in the regular season. Um, and he went in there and yep, he played well, like not saying he didn't play well, not saying they carried him, but he wasn't the main guy. It was Steph Curry's team. And then probably Draymond and clay before even him, since they had been there. Um, he can't do it himself. He's gone to the nets. He's got one psycho teammate. That's got that. That's worth anything. The rest of them are absolute bums, cast offs from other teams, all ring chasing. When it takes time for him to step up and be the guy, be the, the guy without the help of three other future Hall of Famers, he can't do it. Kevin Durant will never win another NBA championship. He's soft. He's a triple B. Uh, part of my take reference. Baby back bitch. Uh, he's a snake. And he Big stinks. Baller, and, and Jason Tatum passed him in the NBA rankings in this series. He will never win another NBA championship. I was going to say, unless he goes to a super team, I'm not even going to say that because I think super teams are kind of dying. I'll just say Kevin Durant will never win another NBA championship. So I can jump in here. Um, So I agree on the surface of your take. I don't think he'll win another one as well. I think he will go to another team at some point. But your slander of him is where I disagree. Yeah, he's been on teams where he's been the lead guy and he didn't win a ship and then he went to Golden State and he needed Steph and Clay and Draymond, you know, to win one. That's fine. Um, he did win two MVP, uh, finals MVPs. So he definitely, you know, when he did go there, he still performed. But just this series in general, I mean, yeah, the last game, I think, is when Tatum shut him down. But he was pretty much doing everything for them after game one. And so the middle two games, Durant did, didn't play bad necessarily. I think Kyrie is just a virus. And LeBron was the only one that was able to overcome that. It took one out of his four years to do it. 
Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand how you can physically not respect Kevin Durant just based on his ability to bring the thunder from nothing to something. And yeah, he had some teammates around him. But, I mean, Kevin Durant is just like one of the best scorers we've ever seen in our lifetime. And you saying you don't respect him, he's he's never done anything that's that's really disrespectful. I don't understand how he that doesn't. That's, that's not the point. Like, I, Kyrie is a great basketball player. I don't respect him. It's it's not a disrespect in that he's bad. He's absolutely 100% what you said. One of the best scorers of our generation. Probably one of the so, best scorers so of all time. Was the no respect? He ran from a team from his team to the team that beat him to win rings, and then left and can't get it done. So that's where my lack of respect comes from. He's clearly not a guy that can like LeBron that can deal with a shitty team and elevate his team to a championship. So I I don't necessarily disagree with you there, but at the same time, is he a ring chaser? Yep. Maybe. Maybe yep. I, I I'd probably lean towards yes, but at the end of the day, I think he was with the Thunder for so long you forget that he was drafted in like '08. I have and no problem with him leaving the Thunder. It's the fact he no, went no, to the no. Warriors. Okay, so where? Why would you not want to go to a good team? Would you Would you rather Would you rather go to a team that's not as good if you have the opportunity to go to a team that's good versus I, a team that's not good? I don't dislike him for going to the Nets. Like I think that was that's a good move. He's going to a team that you know has one other really good piece, and they're supposed to be a favorite and a title contender. And I think that's a fine move. I think that's not what joining the Warriors was. I think this was an attempt to actually build something to where they can get it there, and they failed, and they continue to fail. So if you if you're on a team, so say Durant uh, Durant was on the Warriors or was on the Thunder from, let's say, like, 08 to 15, something like that, 08 to 16, maybe. He was on that team for that long, made a ship, didn't win it, made the Western Conference Finals, didn't make it. He was easily the best player on that team every single year. At some point, you know, if you're not winning – why not, if you have the opportunity to get traded, go to a better team? So that's where I, I don't understand. I, I completely understand where you're coming from in the sense of maybe he was ring chasing, but I don't understand the argument of if that opportunity presents itself, why not go to that team? Totally fine to go to a better team or a better situation. But to go to that team that already had three bona fide superstars was the weakest move I've ever seen in the NBA. The, the weakest, just absolute cowardice, and the team, and they beat him too. They weren't, weren't they up in the series like three one, and they came back and beat them. Like they, I, I would, I would agree with you if he didn't prove that he was still the best player on that team while he was on the Warriors. If he went to the Warriors and just ring chased and sat in the background after twenty a game, yeah, I would say that's that's bull. But he was still arguably the best player on that team when he did go there. So I, uh, the whole I don't point, agree with you. The whole point of my take is that he didn't have to – like, sure, he was one of the best players on the team, if not the best. He didn't have to show up every night to be the be- to, to lead his team. He could, he could have an off night and not have to worry about it. 
but and he couldn't can't. do he can't do that now on the Nets. He can't. Right, but you're counteracting your kick. He did go to the Warriors and did prove himself as the best player on that team. Obviously, Steph's going to hit threes all the time and just do a step. Exactly. Going. So he has, doesn't he have to worry about it. So he can just go out and play. But when the pressure's but on, he, he can't handle it. But he didn't, is my point. I don't know. My biggest thing is I agree with you. I don't think he's ever going to win a, win a ring. But I disagree with you when you say you don't respect him. That's, that's great. He gets no respect from me. Dylan, care to weigh in? Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> kind of the exact same um, as Trey. Like, obviously, like Cam said, you go to a different team. If you, I mean, if the opportunity presents itself, you go to the best team that you want. Given that, I mean, I don't knock him for doing that, but it is sort of in the realm of, like, basketball and people talking about who makes a name for themselves, who, like, and they like to like bolster their self image. It like looks better if you bring a team from nothing to the top. He went to the best team, which I think they won like two the year before, or yeah. two years even before that. Yeah, yeah. And then they ran train with him. It's like stacking the wiffle ball tournament teams, uh, like we do in the summers. Like, um, so like like with with Trey saying it's a coward move. I don't know if it's a, a coward move, but it's definitely not. You're not bolstering your image of I am, you know, the greatest to play because I can take a team out of nothing. But, um, and I think Tucker would agree with that too, honestly, because I, I remember us having these discussions years ago. Do you think, um, Dylan, do you think he's going to win another ring? I don't think he's going to win another ring because I think you're right in the whole, uh, you know, he's got to be the guy. He's like, like you're saying, like, it, it's kind of crappy, but like, yeah, he is kind of scrawny. He, he does kind of get pushed around. Like, obviously, he's a bona fide scorer. Um, I don't know. You need more than that, uh, more than like what he has, I think, to win currently. But even if they got another guy, that would probably classify as a super team. And then your take would also be true. So. Yeah, I'll agree with you. When the going gets tough, when right the going there. gets tough, the tough get it done. Are we tough? We'll see. Um, I'm with Cam on this one. You guys just wait. Have you this flip flop? I mean, this flip is... flopper. Have you flip flopped? I flip flop. No, because I haven't. I still like. I believe that. Like, yes, it was a baby back. Bitch move to move to. I, I don't disagree with that. But your whole take that he can never win a ring or that he doesn't have it or that he's not tough enough. He's a dude. Like, no one loves basketball more than Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant eats, sleeps, breathes basketball 24-7. Like, he cares. He's online. He's, like, talking about it. He cares more than anyone. He's awesome at it. Like, he's a seven-footer that's just one of the maybe one of, if not the most prolific scorers of all time. And we're treating him like he's like some all right guy. No, we're just, we're, no, I'm we're, not saying he's what? all right. I'm saying he doesn't have no, well, like, he the skill to lead a team. He's not a, he can't be the number one. Like there's not, there's like two guys in the league that you put him on a team with Kevin Durant and you could consider him better, them better than Kevin Durant. Maybe. Yes, but I'm saying he does. He needs player, he needs those top ten guys to get him there. 
That's what no, I'm saying. No, he doesn't. He, clearly, he, he does. Team surrounding him, like Trey. If you don't understand that this Nets team was deeply flawed to its core, like had no team chemistry, had no true like had Kyrie for every other game for the entire season. Like this team was. They had him for the whole series. Flawed. They had him for the whole series. It doesn't matter, Trey. There's no chemistry when a guy's playing half the season. Come on. I think that like this whole team has problems. They they're locked down. They had James Harden. They built an offense around him with James Harden, and then James Harden leaves, and they bring in Ben Simmons, who doesn't play a game. This seems deeply flawed. I know we want to move like, on, they, but that's literally the point terrible. that Trey's making. Thank you. That it, it's it's a shit kind of situation team and he couldn't bring his team to the top. That's what Trey no, said. No, but like, right? exactly. No, I understand. Exactly. If, you're, if the debate is he's not LeBron James, then yes, he is not LeBron James. But that is but the argument. Still, is that people say I'm not he's saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's washed up. Is not LeBron James. I'm not saying That's he's bad or washed up. I'm not saying he's bad or washed up. I'm simply saying he does not have the fortitude to Elevate a team to a championship without the backup of three Hall of Famers. That's all I'm Neither saying. Did Michael Jordan, Trey. I mean, you're right. I I don't know what to tell you. Like I, I, I but I, but Michael Jordan didn't. That was great team building by GMs and coaches. Michael Jordan didn't jump to the Bulls. Saying he went to a team that was already stacked to win a championship. Now he's on a team that's still pretty good. I understand, but he went to a team that was not as good as that Warriors team, but still was pretty pretty darn good on paper, and he couldn't elevate the team. He got there, though. Like, everyone came because Kevin Durant was there. It wasn't like Kevin Durant. And they're not winning. And they're not winning. So clearly, there's a problem. And it's Kevin Durant. Yeah. It's not Kevin Durant at all. He can't elevate his game and elevate the play team around him. It's just... We got a yes, long show, that, boys. That, that, this is ridiculous. All right, who has a take? I have one. Go ahead. All right. I'm going to switch it over to the NFL. Um, I'm going... We've, we've touched on this before in the show. We always have a comeback player of the year uh, nominee out there. And I'm going to give mine. And I think it's... Somebody that right now is in limbo a little bit, doesn't know where he's going to go, doesn't know where his home is, but he definitely wants out of where he is, Baker Mayfield. Now, this is a shot in the dark because we don't know if he's going to get traded, if he's going to be released, or what's going to happen with him. But he definitely will be a candidate if he does go to a team and, you know, is a starter somewhere. Um, because he did sit out the last few games as a Brown, and obviously he's dealt with adversity this year. They picked up Deshaun, and he wants out. I'm saying Baker. Originally, I said that he was going to go to the Texans. I don't know if that's going to happen anymore. Um, but, I mean, the Panthers, Falcons, Seahawks all still need teams. I don't think he's going to go to the Seahawks. He wants to, from what he said, that the Seahawks are his, you know, Best option for him. That's his words and not Pete Carroll's. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say Baker Mayfield, who you guys know I am a Baker hater. But for the purpose of the take, 
Baker Mayfield is going to be the comeback player of the year this year. So my question is, isn't this award reserved for injured players? No, I said that. Who who has oh. who has won it and that's not been an injury player? Who won it this year? So so that's not what I was saying. Joe Burrow won it this year. He was injured, but Baker was also injured. Joe Burrow played games. He played about four games. Baker played about eleven and then sat out the rest of them because he had to get surgery. And not only that, but like I said, he's been dealing with adversity at the beginning of this season. And if he gets traded to another team on top of his injuries from last year, hundred percent in the candidacy for comeback player of the year. So I agree that if he, I didn't know he only played 11 games. So I agree that if he plays well enough, he should be, you know, in consideration. Did he get benched? No, he didn't get benched. Um, he should be in consideration. He has, you know, had a tough year. Um, I don't think that'll happen. No teams are looking at him right now. From what I know, he's still out there. Um, so, I don't see him getting picked up and being a, a world beater. I just don't see it. If people aren't jumping at the chance to get him, he might not have it. But that's the point of the comeback player of the year. So maybe I'm wrong. I'm just going to take the odds here and say, I don't think so. Tucker? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't hate this take because I think Baker has all the ability to be the comeback player of the year was bad last year, not because of a lack of ability, but because he was playing injured the entire season. And, like, I think he's the perfect story to be a comeback player. It's just all about where he gets traded to, I think. I think there's good situations to get traded to and bad situations. If he goes somewhere like the Texans, I think that he's going to be screwed, or somewhere like the Falcons, like that. I don't think he's in a good situation, but if he goes somewhere like Seattle where he can thrive, I think that's absolutely a possibility for him. Dylan? Um, yeah, I think it just depends on where where he goes. If he goes somewhere, I mean, like this is, a lot of things have to happen. One, he has to go somewhere where the team is relatively good. Two, he has to go somewhere where he's going to start, like, and the team's already good. And then he obviously has to play very well. So, I mean, there's a lot of things going on that um, would have to happen in order for this take to come to come true. So, I'm probably going to disagree just because the odds. Um, I like where your head's at, Cam, though. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm, I've never been a Baker hater. Um, I think he's short, which is a fact. And, uh, a bat plays against him. I think he's a hard working guy. Like, I, like, you know, I don't, I don't think he's necessarily uh, a slacker in any round. Uh, all I right. just think he's not very good. All right, who's next? Don't all jump at once, boys. Do we have takes, Dylan or Tucker? Yeah, I got a take. All right, go ahead. Um, we're switching gears, going baseball. And all the sports. Uh, Red Sox baseball. Tucker, come up with a um, hockey hockey take. <laughs> now, this is not necessarily a Red Sox take uh, that I care to enjoy. Um, but uh, Chris Sale is injured. Again, he's due back in May or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, take is that... Um, 
um, Chris Sale is done. He's he's retiring after the end of this year, because he hasn't played in God knows how long. Um, he's just coming back off of Tommy John, and now he's having complications with I don't even know what anymore, uh, a wrist or something. <clears throat> and he looks crappy. He's too skinny. He's old. He came back for the playoffs last year, could throw like 45 pitch- pitches, and he looked like he was going to die. He looked like Clay Buckles during his last during his last season when he was looking like he was on crack. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm saying Chris Sale's done. He's going to try to give it his all this year, maybe start like six, seven games, and then he's going to call it quits. Um, that's the take. I do not know the contract situation. So that that could factor in, like, maybe it's just the end of his contract and then it's done. Yeah. I See, I've been saying he's done for two years now, like, in terms of, like, he's not good anymore. Um, and then he kind of was all right at the end of last year. And I was still like, oh, he's still got something. And it made me confident this year. And then he got hurt again. So I think he's a really, really crazy competitor. Like, he strikes me as one of an, an insane person. And I know most starting pitchers in the MLB are insane people. Um, so I think he'll give it at least one more year after this. Um, I think he's got to compete in him. Um, but if he if he comes back and suffers another injury, I wouldn't be surprised either, Bill. Uh, he hasn't been consistently on the mound since, I feel like, 2019. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. Tucker? Yeah, uh, I think Chris Sale's got more in him. I just think he's super competitive. I think he's a crazy person, like Trace said. And I don't think he's given up. I think that he believes like he's been injured. I don't think he thinks he's over at any stretch of the imagination. I think he still believes he has years left in him. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't. So, yeah, Chris Sale, fine. The only, the only thing, though, is when he came back last year, I mean, he was like, kind of good a little bit but like he had zero stamina he could like he was throwing like 90 you know like a few outings back he was not he did not have it in him anymore and he looked frail and old and on crack you always told me Dale, that that players come come back better from tommy john so that's what i was hoping for well that's true but when you're old and like that uh, and and you have reoccurring other injuries, and you just don't get your stamina back. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Cam, I know you probably don't have a lot of uh, perspective on this one, but. Yeah, I know who the guy is, but no, no intake on this one. All right. Tucker. Sorry, the, the other thing, real quick, the other thing you have to know about, about Chris Sale is that um, the way he pitches is sort of delivery. He, he, he's a two pitch guy. He's got a fastball, he's got a slider. That style of pitching, the way he goes with being like a lefty and kind of new and different, at least when he was in his prime, it's not that new and different anymore. It's not, you know, the most ridiculous stuff you've ever seen anymore. So it's it's kind of like phased out as well. Just wanted to add that in. Uh, Alright, Tucker, did you come up with a take? You're muted. So that's that's another I point five the, point five an episode. I'm not, <laughs> I think it's one point five an episode. <laughs> I was just I was hitting it as I said it. But sure. I did and mine is about Debo. 
Devo, as we all know, is the drama queen that after his first good season, like, believes that he carried his team to the playoffs and that they can't do it without him and immediately demanded a trade from a very good team with, like, a really strong running game that, like, kind of developed him into what he is. Um, I think Devo's done as an elite wide receiver. So this is Cam's take from last week. Was that his take? It was that he won't be top 15 mm-hmm. next year. Yeah, well, I was going to say that he never, he's never going to make a Pro Bowl again. Okay. That's fine. Sorry, Cam. I, I wasn't here for your take last week. Um, But, yeah, I don't believe in – like, I just think he's too dramatic. I don't think he's elite. I don't think he's a guy that can be the guy. Like, I don't think he's what he thinks he is. Sorry. I think he can be – he's a very good, talented guy. But I think a guy with this much of an ego and at so young, I think is going to just undermine himself. And I don't think he's ever, he's going to be looking for like $40 million a year, whatever, top $30 million a year, top player money. I don't think he's got that in him. Uh, touch on it. Yeah, go, go, Cam. Yeah, it was pretty much my take from last week. Obviously, I agree with you. Um, I think he's, he's doing this too soon. Um, I'm not going to say it's his first good season because his rookie year. First I mean, is breakout season. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but the point I made last week was that they use him in such different ways that if he goes anywhere else outside of San Francisco or outside of Miami with um, the old was it Mike McDaniel? Um, they're not going to be able to use him in the same way and. I think he is a versatile player. I don't think he's a straight wide receiver. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you, Tucker. I, I mean, maybe he'll make a Pro Bowl again, depending on where he goes. But I think he's doing this too soon. He's trying to force his way out, trying to get a lot of money. And we've seen that backfire a lot. So, yeah, I agree. I don't I don't think he's um, – well – I guess I don't agree. I'm a, I think he might make a Pro Bowl again. I don't know about that, but I do think he's doing this too soon. Um, all right. So I said last week that I agree with Cam. And as much as I don't want to be true, um, I do kind of agree with you, Tucker. Um, he said one of the big reasons he wants to leave is because he doesn't like his usage. So clearly he doesn't like being used as a running back. But that's what made him so dynamic. You know, that's what kind of made him what he is. If he's not willing to do that, I don't know if he's going to be as good. Um, so, I, and, and with that coupled with the fact that he is a diva, you know, wide receivers are always kind of divas. Um, so I can't say I'm surprised. But the fact that he is a diva uh, coupled with the fact that he doesn't want to do what made him into what he is. Yeah, I'll agree with you. I think he's going to fall off big time. Uh, I know I said I agreed with Cam last week that he won't be top 15. First, I wasn't loving your take, but I talked myself into it, so I'll, I'll agree. Dill? So this is this is tonight he's just not going to make the Pro Bowl? Ever again. Yeah, I think I'm going to disagree on that one. I mean, just the, the name alone will probably get you to the Pro Bowl maybe once. Once or twice. I mean, he's a standout guy uh, in that it is uh, 
early years and early his career. Um, so, yeah, I think, yeah, he'll, he'll be a pro bowler at some point again. I think that's kind of, that, 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 that is why we call it wasted take stuff. Though. All right. Let's stick with the NFL and get in to the third annual Wasted Takes Mock Draft. Um, so, like I said, the past couple of years we've done this. I think we got like four or five right the first year. I think last year we got like three right, four right. So, four and a half maybe. Um, so, we haven't had a great track record. But the past two years, at least for me, I don't know about you guys, but I have been super into the draft. I've been following it really closely. I think it's because it had quarterbacks in it, and I was always interested in who was going to be the next past quarterback. That has been answered now. Haven't been following this one super closely because the quarterback class sucks, and um, and I don't really know my, many of the players as well as I do. And I, I know you guys said the same thing. Nobody has kind of prepared as much as we prepared for the previous mock draft, so it's going to be kind of a flyby seat of your pants. So to remind everybody, we decided the draft order would be Dylan... And then who? Tucker or Cam? Me. Tucker, Cam, then me. And we're just going to keep repeating until we reach the end of the first round. It'll be a first round only mock. So um, as long as everybody ready, Dylan, you are on the clock with the Jaguars' first overall pick. So All right. Just to, just to let you know, Dylan, you're recording uh, the call right now. I don't know if you're meaning to do that. But... I'm doing what? Oh, I don't know how I did that. Stop recording. All right, well, there you go. Um, in the, for the first pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Aiden Hutchinson. That's then Michigan. I like that pick. Wow. I know. I know. There's All no. Right. I know. There's no Big consensus first. Uh, I know there's no consensus first pick. I like that pick. I think that that's what I'd do if I were them. I think he's a high floor, low ceiling type of player, but I really don't like his draft class. So, all right, Tucker, yeah, you're on the clock. I I just want to say I don't like this purely because like why are you picking a low ceiling guy as your as the number one pick of the draft? I don't know. I'd rather take a. I just. I don't know. I mean, I watched him play. Like, I didn't watch him play much, but I watched him get completely, like, left out when he played Georgia. And so it kind of worries me on what's going to happen when he's in the NFL. But, and I think he's going to go number two, frankly. But my number one pick is still on the board, so I'm taking Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. Uh, That's a lot of people's consensus one. Um, So don't hate that one either. Cam, your favorite team. You are on the clock with the Texans. Hate the Texans. Um, I think they are. They need everything. So I don't know. They they could take the best player on the board. I don't think they take a quarterback here just because of the class. I think they stick with Davis Mills. Um, give him some protection. I'm going Evan Neal out of Alabama. Cam, now are you saying that because you believe it or because you want someone to land in the Giants? No, I would like Evan Neal. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. I think Cam said last, like right when the season ended, he's like, okay, we draft Evan Neal, we're good. Um, all right, I am with the Jets. Um, looking at the board, there's two players I'm considering. 
But my thought process is, you know, you got the new young quarterback. You didn't exactly have a great year, so you got to build him some confidence. Um, so get the guy that can protect him. I'm going Ikeem Ekwanu out of NC State here. Um, like I said, protect the new quarterback. I like that pick. Thank you. Protect the new quarterback. Uh, build up that offensive line. Worry about these weapons later. Um, maybe you trade for Debo, and then you're all set. Um, all right. Uh, this pick, just want to put a spoiler. This not this pick, actually. Never mind. I'm not going to put a spoiler. Um, Dylan, you're back up at number five with the hometown New York Jets for Cameron. I mean, New York Giants. Excuse me. Uh, for the New York Giants, um, Cam, I don't know who you want, but what who they're going to pick. They're going Sauce at number five. Mr. Sauce Gardner at number five. I don't like that pick at all. Oh, I love that pick for them. I mean, I just think he's like what I think he could be the most he could be the best player in this draft class. I do too. I do too, but I don't think they're gonna pick him. I don't think they do they need corner cam. So I do like this pick, Don. Um and I like it because I think the Panthers are gonna take a quarterback and I think between five and seven we kinda have our choice. Um we do and we don't need a cornerback. So James Bradbury is probably going to get traded depending on who we get. So if we do have a chance at Sauce, I think we're going to take him and then we're going to trade Bradbury. Um, so yes, technically we, we do need a corner. If he's available, I have no problem taking him. Um, Cam, now I'm going to disagree with you there on the fact that I don't think the Panthers are going to take a quarterback. I think if they were going to take quarterback, they'd trade out of the top 10. So I don't think any of these top 10 teams outside of maybe the Seahawks are going to take QB. And I don't think there's anyone that belongs to the sixth spot versus the preseason, like, consensus number one is sitting there in Kayvon Thibodeau. This guy was supposed to be everyone's number one going into the season. Incredibly talented, incredibly athletic, like, super talented guy. They need an edge rusher. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is the perfect guy for them to take here if he fell to them, which I wouldn't think he would, to be honest. But if I have him here, I'll take him. All right. Cam, you are back up with your team, the Giants, again. Yeah, that works for me. Um, we need an offensive lineman, so we're going to take Charles Cross out of Mississippi State. Everything I've read is that we're actually most interested in him. Um, out of the top three, so it's Neil, Kwan Yu, and him. Um, everything I've read says that we actually like Cross the best, and between run and pass blocking, he is the best option out of those three. So I would I would love that. If we get Sauce and him, I'm totally fine with that. All right. This is a pick that str- I'm struggling with here. Uh, it's the Falcons at eight. So obviously you lost Matt Ryan. Um you lost, probably lost Calvin Ridley, right? Is he's gone? He's gone for now, at least. He's um, out for the season. Yeah, who knows when he comes back? If he comes back to them, so this is definitely going to be a down year for them. Depends what you want to do. If you want to try to build up uh, your, you know, weapons, then you maybe go wide receiver here. But I think this is the first team to take a quarterback. I know Tucker, you're saying that they're uh, they're too far, you know, up. But at the same time, like, where else are you going to go without a something at quarterback? 
I think it's going to be a stupid reach. I don't think it's going to pan out. I'm going to go Malik Willis here. Um, I think they take the quarterback that they hope they can build. They're, they know that this year might not be it for them. So you bring him in, develop him, and then as you get better, you know, he gets better. So I'll go Malik Willis here, QB. Number eight. Uh, number nine, the Seahawks to Dylan. Um, I just want to mention real quick, I'm looking at the board, and there's so many traded picks. My take was so good. So good. Go ahead, Dylan. Well, most of these trades were ahead of time, Trey. Whatever. Still. Um, Tucker, uh, did you take Kayvon to the Dow? Yes, number I six. Did. Okay. Um, Seattle Seahawks, number nine. Um, I do not know their defensive situation. Um, I'm going to go Jermaine Johnson, defensive end, uh, Seahawks, first pick, number nine. I don't have him even on my board. He's on my, he's at number 11 on my board. Oh, I see him, never mind, I missed him, I missed him. FSU. Yes, sir. Uh, Tucker, you're back up with the Jets. Yeah, so this one hurts me because I want to take someone here. But I think that right now the biggest need for the Jets is to find out if Zach Wilson's the guy. And the only one way to do that is to get him a wide receiver. And so you got to get him a stud. I'm taking Garrett Wilson at this pick. He seems like the number one guy on the board. It's between him and Drake London from everything I've heard. But, yeah, you take – a wide receiver at this pick. I think that's the biggest need after offensive line. Get a weapon for Zach Wilson. Give him a chance this year to find out if he's that dude or not. Cam, your like rivals, the Washington Commanders, making their first ever pick as a commander. So you take. Um, I don't really know what they need. They got Carson Wentz. The uh, Big name offensive tackles are off the board. I'm going to go Devin Lloyd, linebacker out of Utah. Oh, that's, uh, I them, hate that. Give, that's sad for me. Give them some help yeah. and, uh, with Chase Young off the edge. I don't know. I think they might go offense there, but who am I to say? All right. My favorite team, the Vikings. Um, the Vikings need a safety. So this website is telling me they need some defensive line help and a corner. So. Basically, they need some defensive help. The best player on the board right here is Derek Stingley Jr. Um, at corner. But I think they have a bigger need of safety. So I'm going to go Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame here. Great pick. Um, don't know anything about him, but they need a safety. So I'll take a safety. Kyle Hamilton. I've heard incredible things about him. Yeah. I, I, like I've heard he's like a generational talent. Like could be one of the best. Safeties of all time. Well, that's very high praise for a 21 year old kid, but all right. Um, Dylan, you're back up with the Texans. All right. Um, Texans uh, struggling uh, on the offensive side. Uh, I think they go wide receiver. I think they go, in this case, uh, Drake London. Second best on the board. 
All right. Um, Tucker, Ravens. Who's writing this down, by the way? So I, um, I have it all on the draft board, but so that hurts me because Drake London was the AI pick here. But their second biggest need outside of wide receiver is cornerback. It's very easy who to pick here. It's Derek Stingley Jr. No question about it. He's on the board at 14. There's no doubt that he take, that he is taken. No, he wasn't. Was not taken. I'm sorry. No. Not taken. Yeah, you brought, never mind. You brought him up. But you didn't pick him. You brought him up, but he wasn't taken. Got it. Cam, your other rival, the Eagles. Yeah. What a turn of events for me. Eagles, I think. They need a wide receiver more than anything. If they're going to stick with Hurts, they got to get him somebody else. So I'm going to go with Chris Olave here uh, for the Eagles. I believe he's the best, next best on the board. And, him and Jamison um, Williams, yeah. He is from my Ohio State University. All right. I'm with the Saints here. Uh, Saints, obviously. Um, they have a lot of needs, I'd say. Um, Sean Payton's gone now, right? Am I right in saying that? I totally forgot about that. Um, so, so James, Jameson Williams is a tough pick here because he's coming off the ACL, but I think he's going to end up being really, really good. Um, but I don't think they're willing to bit gamble here yet. So I'm going to go with Zion Johnson, the interior offensive lineman out of uh, – Wait, no. Wait, is tackle interior or outside? I always get this messed up. Uh, he's interior. No, tackle's not interior. Garden center. I have him. Well, I just have it. It says interior offensive line. Yeah, no, but I'm screen. saying what is a tackle? That's an, that's an exterior offensive line. No, no, he's a guard, yeah. Um, I'm still going to stick with it. I'm going to go Trevor Penning instead at a Northern Iowa offensive tackle. I just don't think they can gamble on Jamison Williams here with, with his injury history. Um, Dale, back to you for the Chargers. Oh, boy. I am uh, a bit lost in... Um, Stop playing the show and focus on the draft and you won't get lost. No, it's just because there's so many names and I don't... Uh, what team am I? The Chargers. Chargers. Um, all right. Give me one second. Got this thing loading. Yeah, this is 100% because you're playing this show. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot get the, the app to, uh, they need an offensive tackle, an interior defensive lineman, a linebacker, an edge rusher, corner, tight end, wide receiver. Are you, Trey, are you on the draftnetwork.com slash my draft machine? I am. I, I was right. like, re, you were like going down the list. It was exactly what my list was. I was like. Um, okay, the Chargers. I don't really know what has been missed, uh, but I'm going to go with cornerback uh, Trent McDuffie. That'd be an interesting pick. They just picked up the best corner on the market. They want to try to develop another one, I guess. Um, <laughs> they really don't need one. <laughs> 
Can I switch? Um, no, yeah. too late. I don't know if yeah, I can, can switch. switch. Can I? I don't know. I think it's locked in. It switches. All right, it's locked in. My bad. Um, Tucker, uh, Dylan, your next pick is the Patriots, so please look into it. Um, Tucker, Eagles again. Yeah, I'm actually nervous about this one because I... Uh, no, they already took a wide receiver, I forgot, in this mock draft, so I'm not taking Jamison Williams. Um, probably what they need, offensive line help, they're going to Boston College to get Zion Johnson. BC. Cam, back to the Saints. I took a tackle. I'm on the Saints? Yeah. Oh, no. I did not have that. Oh, yes, it did. Okay. Um, I like two guys here. Okay. So, I thought that the fourth best offensive lineman um, was this guy that I'm about to pick. I think that the Saints are... I took a tackle, Cam. What's that? I took a tackle. You know that, with the Saints. Oh, with the other Saints pick? Yeah. Oh. All right. Stand by, then. I have another guy. Who'd you take? Trevor Penning out of Northern Iowa. Okay. Listen, guys, the draft moves quickly. You got to be paying attention. Notice who gets picked up. You know, these things happen in the draft. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So I'm going to go with. We can take a. Oh. Who's the, uh, is it Jameson Williams? Yes. He's the yeah. He's still available? Yeah. He up? All right, Jameson Williams, who I'm going with. Yeah, I like that. So I said I wasn't ready to take him at 16. I say if they get to 19 and he's still there, then you take him. You That's get, exactly what I was thinking as well. You gamble on the fact that he has his injury history. And, um, you know, you bet that he's going to fall a little bit. Um, all right. I'm excited about this pick, number 20. It's the Steelers. It's something we talk about on this podcast. I think yeah. at this point in this mock draft, it's got to come to fruition. The quarterback, I think that is the best in the class. I don't necessarily think he's any good. He's a hometown boy. Kenny Pickett, picked up by the Steelers at 20. I love that pick. Love now, it. This was, That's a this fun was, pick. This was a wasted take of mine months and months ago. It was. It was. Kenny Pickett got I put know. on my radar by Cam. Dylan yeah, had him going to the Steelers. I, I like it. And I wouldn't have agreed. I don't think I agreed because I had him going higher. But since this whatever name, Malik Willis kid has jumped up everybody's board, I think unnecessarily, I do think he'll fall. And I think this is the perfect spot for him to go. Um, all right, Dylan, number 21, the biggest pick in the draft, the Patriots first round pick. We all know the Patriots need a lot of help on defense at wide receiver. Where are they going here? Um, I would like to first, uh... Please, God, don't mess it up. <laughs> consult counsel here with my fellow, uh, uh, Patriots. Nope, I have Jack members. <laughs> nope. I, I'm, I'm gonna say, I, I, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say regardless of what you say. 
I want. I I hate the board right now. I want if the board looks like this, I want them trading back. Um, no, I love one guy on this board, and it's not anyone like. It's not one of our biggest needs, but it'd be such a big pickup. I would go if I were in your spot right now, Dill. I would pick Kyir Elam or shit. I hate this board. Um, I'd probably only pick Elam or or, or uh, maybe Traylon Burks, the wide receiver. Oh, mine's Jordan Davis, throw and throw. Yeah, but we don't. Do we? I just. I like our de- defensive line. Like, I don't think that's a that's a biggest I need. I love Jordan Davis, though. Yeah. I would, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I remember yeah. that dude. It was an absolute, and he's just so built for, like, he is so big. Yeah, he's he huge. This was the guy, huge. yeah. Th- this guy, I think, that if he's still here, has a very good chance. But go ahead, Dill. Whatever you want. If he say. was still here, I'd be so excited. Have any linebackers been taken yet? Yes. Yeah. The best one. Which one? Uh, what the hell's his name? Neil. You uh, took him. Didn't Lloyd? Devin Lloyd. Utah. Yeah. At, at so the next 11. one's Nicobe Dean. Nicobe Dean is number thirty-five overall prospect according to this website out of Georgia. I'm gonna go with Tucker's choice then. I thought you said you, you were going to do no matter my, what. Gonna, I already picked. I just want, I'm going to pick mine no matter what you guys say. And you just go, I'm going to pick Tucker's. Well, I was going to go with. Wait, Nicole Lloyd, Dean or Jordan Davis? Jordan Davis. I was going to go with Lloyd. I didn't realize him. All right. I love that. Jordan love Davis that it is. For the past. Cam just got overruled in his overruling. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with it. He's an athlete. He's a he's a beast specimen of a human being. I'd be okay with it. I'd I'd rather trade back probably there. Um, I don't. I I want a linebacker or a corner or a wide receiver. And I didn't like our board. Um, I know it's always good to have defensive linemen, but we just drafted one last year. That was pretty darn good. I, I'd rather focus on different position groups instead of just drafting the same thing over and over. But I'd be okay with it. Um, all right, Tucker Packers. Yeah, so you have an angry, angry Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. He he just lost his number one guy. They drafted a QB that's never going to play down in the NFL with their first round pick a couple of years ago. You need to make him happy here. You gotta take a wide receiver. They're gonna take Traylon Burks. Uh We'll see. They love to just screw him, so I would doubt it. Yeah, I can see them, but I could also see them taking George Carlactus. Um, Cameron, Cardinals. Cardinals, um, uh, I think they believe that Kyler is their guy. They need to, to help him out a little bit. I think they go with an interior offensive lineman. He's a center, Tyler Linderbaum, out of Iowa. Big Ten offensive lineman, always reliable. So that's my pick. All right, the boys at 24. Um, need a little help on their defense. Uh, obviously lost Amari Cooper. That needs to be addressed. Um, but I think here you go with the best edge rusher available, George Karloftis out of Purdue. 25. 
the Bills to Dylan? Um, the Bills. I'm going to go with... <clears throat> Has anybody taken Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback? No. That's who they're picking. All right, I like the positional fit. Um, I probably would have went with Elam just because I'm a Florida guy, but I like it. Um, Tucker, Titans at 26. Yeah, um, I'm struggling here. There we go. I don't really know what their need is. Like, I'm seeing on the board, but I can't really think about the top of my head. So I'm going to go cornerback as well. I'm going with Trace Pick Elam. All right. Um, the Buccaneers, somewhat of a tumultuous offseason, ended up not being a big deal. Um, but Cam, number 27, to the Shitineers. I hate this freaking team. Cameron. Yeah, I'm going. Um, I can't really remember who they're keeping and who's leaving. But last year, their defense seemed to be a little bit of a problem. So I'm going to go with uh, Travis Jones. I believe he's out of Houston. Where is oh, this no, dude? Oh, no, UConn, UConn, UConn. Oh, uh, oh wait, this is the massive dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This dude is giant. Yes. He's 6'4", 325. And he's, a, and he's a, like a, a D-tackle. He's absolutely massive. Uh, this is a pick that I would have a sleeper if, if the Patriots get up. If they take a linebacker or a wide receiver or a corner in the first round and then their second round pick comes up, this would this has Bill Belichick written all over it, this pick. This one is he is just a Bill Belichick player. But I like that pick, too. I think he's, he's a beast of a human. Um, all right, Packers. Obviously, they took the wide receiver to make uh, Pissant there happy. Um, the re- wouldn't it be funny if they took Desmond Ritter? I'm not going to do that. Um, I don't know too much about the Packers, actually. Um, I have two things in mind here. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Devontae Wyatt, interior defensive line from Georgia. Help their defense out. Maybe Aaron Rodgers won't have to put up so many points each game to win. Um, Chiefs, 29 to Dylan. Um, is uh, Jahan Dotson on the board? He is. That's what I'm going with. Wide right. receiver. Fill in the Tyreek Hill role. Um, yep. Chiefs again. Tucker. Uh, I don't really know what else the Chiefs need. I'm seeing on the board they need a safety. I'm seeing a safety at the top of the board right now. I think that's probably a smart fit then. Uh, so I'm going to go with Daxon Hill. All righty. And the Super Bowl runner-up, uh, the Bengals, Cameron. All right. So I am going with um, Kenyon Green. Offensive lineman out of Texas A&M. I think he could be a good fit for the Bengals. They just keep adding up offensive linemen to finally protect Burrow. I help him out a little bit. So, uh, that's my pick. 
All right, um, final pick of the first round. One of the worst teams in the league. Oh, easy pick here. Having the having the um, Super Bowl champions pick. Uh, this is, I believe, a Jared Goff pick, um, and it's going to involve Jared Goff a little bit because I think here you've already got your Ed Rusher that you need. You know, Goff can definitely stand there in the pocket and, and play quarterback, and not not very effectively. So it's time to try to find something else. There's a quarterback at the top of the board here. Um, I know I also looked at safety. I looked at Lewis Pine, but I think I'm going to go Desmond Ritter here. Um, end of the first round, might as well take a shot on their quarterback. Doesn't work out. You'll probably be in the top 10 next year anyways. Uh, but Tucker thinks they might, you know, win the whole thing. So, or at least win their division. Excuse me. Um, all right. That is the third annual race it takes mock draft. Let me just say I'm pissed at the draft because I thought originally the plan was to bring the prospects out on a boat in the middle of the Bellagio fountain for the draft. I saw somewhere that that was the plan like three years ago before it got canceled because of COVID. And that's not what they're doing. So I'm a little pissed at the draft, but um, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch. I don't really know anything about it. So anybody else got anything on the draft they want to touch on? Well, do you remember why like they got back? It got like comments about it in the past. Oh yeah, I don't want yeah, to. I don't want to address it. That has a lot more to do with it. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. Look it up if you don't know it. It's very dumb. Um, oh, I can imagine. <laughs> it sounds dumb. Dylan, you'd be very annoyed. I, um, I, I very much understand what's happening. Uh, any, anybody got anything else on the draft at all? Um, good job. I got no idea what's going to happen, so it should be fun. I think the Jets might move one of their picks for Debo. That Garrett Wilson pick might turn into Debo. Just, just want to throw that out, Tuck. Um, I don't hate that. The thing about us, our mock drafts is like the like Tucker, Cam, and I usually pay somewhat attention. Dylan is our wild card. Dylan comes in and just messes the draft board up for everybody. He makes one what? pick that causes a domino effect. Yeah, that causes. I think we're gonna have like one correct <laughs> because Dylan didn't take didn't... Trayvon Walker <laughs> at one, who's the heavy favorite. Yeah, but you took him at two, so. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's not right if it's two. So <laughs> Dylan makes a pick that just sends the whole thing into a spiral. And I love it. I honestly love it. Because, no, but the thing is, like, this happens in This happens in drafts. Like, this happens all the time. Like, teams make a stupid pick, and it causes a craziness. Um, all right. Let's move on to movie. We actually haven't gone too long, so that's pretty good. Let's move on to movie Rush Hour. I watched it last night, and I've had Fantasy by Mariah Carey stuck in my head. I did not remember that this movie was where it came from. I I had seen it on TikTok, and I've been like, "What is that from?" That's awesome. Um, but to cover the movie, funny movie, a lot of casual racism. Don't think this movie could get made today. Um, a lot of very casual racism. I. You know, it's funny, and it's not, like, derogatory. I know Jackie Chan, like, says the N-word, but it's it's just, you could tell it was made in the 90s. I will say, Jackie Chan is awesome. Like, he's awesome. But his fight scenes are cooler than any fight scenes in any movies because there's, there's always props. Like, he, one point, he's fighting with, like, the bases falling down. He's got to keep the bases up. Another time, he's, like, fighting with a wheel. There was other things, too, that I can't remember. But Chris Tucker is funny. His voice is funny. I don't know. I mean, I I kind of like 
it was a, it was fine for a buddy cop movie. Like wasn't the, wasn't my favorite movie ever, but it was funny at moments and the Jackie Chan stuff was really cool. Um, yeah, I'll go with a six, nine, 6.9. Cause it's a funny movie nice. and that's the funny number. So I'll go with that. Uh, Dylan, did you watch the movie? No, no. Did you watch last week? It was my movie. I, I watched it. Uh, Tucker, you watched. I did not. And you did not watch last week. I'll watch it tonight. Uh, Tucker is going to lose a point here. So take away that point he won in the coin toss. That's a real shame for Cam. A real shame. <laughs> just that point's just into the, into the universe. Um, Cam, your movie, your score. Yeah, I watched it the night or the next day that I picked it. And then I also watched the second and third. Not as good because it's pretty much the same exact movie, just different setting, but same jokes, same plot and everything. Um, the first one, definitely the best. Love this movie. Trey mentioned it last week. <laughs> we were watching it in Nashville and just aimlessly uh, after we came back from going out. And it's, it's, it's one of those movies, but it's also one of those movies that if you see it on TV, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch Rush Hour right now. So I love that movie, a classic. Didn't realize that it was a 1998 movie. Thought it came out after that. I would have guessed before. I would have guessed like 95, 93 or 95. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. I have no idea what it is. Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, buddy cop movie. Never. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? That's this movie. All y'all look alike. Um, great movie um, I enjoyed it just as much as I did the first you know first time first few times I saw it um, it's like a it's like a nowadays kind of like other guys type of movie just mm. like, like one of those but with a little bit more uh, not as much uh, political correctness like Trey said it's definitely uh, kind of on the edge there. So I'm going to give it a 7-4. That's a high score, baby. Um, hold on while I tabulate the score. Tucker, go ahead and think of a movie. It's my turn? Yep. Oh, no. 7-1 for Rush Hour. Well, um, shoot. let's just talk more about the movie. I enjoyed the uh, chemistry with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. I think they fit, fit each other well. Cam, would you agree? thousand percent, yes. And Chris <laughs> Tucker, I feel like I don't know any other movies that he's done. I was going to – I forgot to say that. I like Based on this movie, I was like, why isn't Chris Tucker like bigger? Like he's in – is he's he in Zoolander? Like, I think he's in Zoolander. Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy type of comedy. And he's just not like well known for anything outside of Rush Hour, I feel like. Maybe it's his voice. No, his voice is amazing. <laughs> Tucker, Anyone want to give me a recommendation for a movie? Any movie that you like that you want to watch? No, I like going through the different streaming services right now. Watch the Batman again. It's on HBO. Yeah. I I know I'm on there right now, actually. I'm going to go with the movie Death on the Nile. (laughs) I don't know if I'll be watching this one. What is it? 
No. Actually, I'll do one that I just watched. The French Dispatch. What is that? It's a Wes Anderson movie. I actually really like Wes Anderson. I think it'll be interesting to hear y'all's thoughts on it. Uh, Because he's a very different director, but really cool style. A lot of, I mean, they have big names in it. It's Timothy Chalamet, Owen Wilson, Bill Murray. He's always uh, in Wes Anderson. Well, Wes Anderson's the director. He's not an actor. No, I said Bill Miller's always in Wes Anderson movies, like literally every time. Yeah, no. So, it's, I mean, it's a soup, like a lot of really great actors in it. So, I'm excited. I mean, yeah, no, there's a whole list. Adrian, Brody, it just, like, the list goes on and on. Benicio Del Toro, so, yeah, no, it's it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot, so I'll put that as my movie so that I can know that I watch it. Alrighty. So, that's our show. Big draft episode. Tune in next week, see what we got right. We will be tweeting. I'll be tweeting out the list and the uh, correct picks that we get after the draft. But uh, good luck to everybody's teams. Uh, pulling pulling for you not really cam but uh check us out on our socials vote on our polls um tucker needs a point back so think about that um thanks for getting waste with us and we will see you next week bye see ya peace